Hey there. Today is the last episode of 2023. I can't believe another year has gone by. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be recounting this last year of my journey and the things I've learned, the people and the places and the ideas that I'm thankful for and what I'm looking forward to in the new year. For all of us, this time of year can be challenging, and for so many people, especially those that I speak to day in and day out, are feeling isolated at this time of year. If you would like to contribute to giving those people an ear and a purpose, you can fund and continue to support the work that I do by going to www.joannawhaley.com slash donate. And... Happy New Year. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to my end of year episode. I, I, you know, we're really really not far into this podcast and already there's so many of you listening each and every week and I'm just so thankful. Um, When I first started this podcast, I didn't think anybody would want to listen and here I am. Uh, There's so many of you right now listening to this and I'm just really thankful for that. Um, If you listen to this podcast, uh, it's, it's pretty spiritual in content, but today will be a little different. You know, normally you're hearing pianos and and pads in the background, but today I just want to take a minute and just recount and do a little storytelling of where I've been this year. And, you know, obviously I'm talking about my journey, but for some of you, you may hear some hope for your own in the middle of it. I mean, we're, as I'm recording this, it is the last day, uh, it's the last Friday of 2023. And here we go. I mean, another year in the books. And it was, it, for me, for many people, I hope it was a better year than those in the pandemic years. We all recall that. And um, while we're still battling COVID, obviously, culturally, it is a little bit more um, less scary than it used to be. Um, but here we are. We made it another year. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, who's also my pastor, uh, gave a message at Christmas and he said, you know, you made it. You did. You made it. Here we are. I, I just remember this time last year. I remember I had just moved into my own apartment. I was on my own. And you know, I, I hadn't fully had a custody agreement with my children, so I hadn't seen them really at all during the holidays. And I was in a low place this time last year. I felt that, you know, I, I was listening to parts of my spirit that were telling me that I had made a mistake. I shouldn't have transitioned because now I'll never see my children again. And and I fast forward to this last Christmas. And honestly, I can tell you Christmas this year with my kids in general was honestly one of my my favorite Christmases I've ever experienced in 36 years of life. It was awesome. 
so many things happened this year. I mean, aside from Christmas, uh, this year I, I was walking in the hallways of church one weekend and, and I had I had entered, I was on my church's staff and I kind of had transitioned out of doing audio at my church and then began um, kind of a pastoral track. Um, pastoral ordination within the United Methodist Church. And, you know, I, I had some wrestlings in there, but one of the things that really was a tipping point for me to start to understand what I wanted to do with my life being a post-evangelical pastor was I still wanted to do ministry and I still wanted to care for people spiritually in my life. And one Sunday morning, I meet this amazing person named Christina and Christina happens to be uh, a chaplain at the University of Michigan. Um, Christina is actually the, one of the directors of the spiritual care department, and we go to church together. Never, never met her before this moment, and so uh, we connect. And she just tells me, you know, I think chaplaincy would be a good thing for you. And I was like, okay. I just kind of wrestled through that thought and that process, and. And I applied for it, and they invited me to, you know, be an intern at the University of Michigan as a chaplain. And for six months, I had the amazing privilege of getting to walk through some people's darkest moments of life in a hospital setting and be their pastor in those moments. And honestly, I I fell in love with it. I fell in love with that idea of chaplaincy where I thought my dreams of pastoral care were over, they were being revived again in the hallways of a hospital. And that was really an amazing experience. And it pushed me back into school. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point in this show. But at one point, I was encouraged to quit school and just to be a pastor in the megachurch world because it wasn't required that I had a degree. So I quit school and uh, this whole chaplaincy route kind of pushed me to go back after, you know, 15 years of um, of an absence in school. I went back and I, I started getting my degrees. And, um, you know, as we record this, I'm getting ready to start seminary and study, um, get a master's in theology. So that is exciting. Um, you know, I took a big risk and I talked about this in one of our previous episodes where I was afraid to kind of step out of pastoral leadership because I, but I felt this move in my heart and in my spirit that I wanted to focus in on my music and my advocacy work and I took that leap in this last year. And I'll tell you, I was nervous. I didn't think at first it, w- it felt like I had made a big mistake, but I have seen the fruit of that decision as I have walked with, with so many people one-on-one and in group settings. And the music has been connecting with people. And for me, music is just an excuse to care for people. And, I, you know, one of the things I'm most thankful for this year is just my relationship with my children, um, you know, and I talked about this in yesterday's episode, but just how I, I pre-transition my relationship, I was really a zombie in life and, and I had a good relationship with my children, but after transition, I feel that my relationship with them has just gotten better and I'm looking forward to what's to come. And there's some people that I really want to 
just call out. And if you don't know them, you need to know them. Um, I, I'm going to do my best to give you their like their handles online, but just because they're wonderful people. Um, one of the first people that uh, was instrumental in my journey was Pastor Josh Scott. He's a pastor in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Josh Scott, just listen to me, and he's a pastor of an amazing church called Grace Point Church in Nashville. Um, my friends Shane and Chelsea Nixon are also, they were just some of the first people um, to listen and hear me when I was trying to consider coming out. Also, you need to go find Jimmy, uh, James Edward. He is on all streaming platforms, an amazing musician, and also just somebody who really listened to me early on. I want to I want to talk to my friends in church. I want to talk to actually, you know, um, I am a part of a church as a trans woman, and um, one of my pastors there, Pastor Jeff Nelson. Uh, you can find Pastor Jeff on Facebook. Uh, just an incredible pastor um, and caring person who really cares and loves for the LGBTQ community. For all of my friends that I've met in this last year on tour and all of those who have um, just embraced my music and been so loving and and uh, and taking my content and actually uh, doing something with it has been a huge blessing. And I just want to thank all of you. I want to thank my mom. My mom, I wouldn't have survived without my mother through this process. Um, you know, she's not online. I don't even know if she understands that there is a Facebook or anything like that. But, um, you know, she she's technically challenged. But I'll tell you what, that woman loves. Um, and that has been awesome. And some chosen family. Um, I have had amazing chosen family who has just cared for me in ways that I never thought I knew. And I remember sitting with, um, at you know, my best friend who who turned out to be my chosen sister, Beverly. Um, Beverly, Beverly's amazing. You find her on Facebook and Instagram, Beverly St. Amour. And Beverly just wrapped her arms around me. She's my style coach now. She provides me with all my clothing. She's my dealer. She's my girl dealer. So, um, you know, I'm just really thankful for her and uh, Tina and Keith and and Aaron, just such wonderful people who have, who have just wrapped their arms around me this year. I don't know what you're dealing with and what you have had to wrestle through in 2023. But I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to keep making this show and I want to keep providing support to you. No matter where you are, who you love, who loves you, how you identify, the language you speak, the money you have, you're loved. And I'm here to tell you that I'm here to listen. I'm here to support. 2023, we're getting ready to close. But 2024, you don't have to walk through it alone. I want to thank all of you for listening today. This episode is property of Whaley Media. Yes, that is my company. And I uh, produced and wrote all the content. And if you need to know more, go to www.joannawhaley.com.